The PCI Security Standards Council has released new guidance for network segmentation to help businesses reduce their PCI scope, i.e. the number of systems that must be certified PCI compliant. Here, Troy Leach, Chief Technology Officer of the PCI Council, reviews this new guidance and explains why it is critical for merchants. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Troy, PCI scope is something we hear quite a bit about, but what does PCI scope really mean? Oh, thank you, Tracy. I think the scope conversation is really around one standard, the data security standard, and that applies to any merchant or acquirer or processor that's managing uh, cardholder data. And whether they store it on behalf of a third party or it themselves processing it to accept payment, uh, it really is is the, the crux of how you identify what systems, what networks are going to be part of the assessment that you apply uh, over 200 controls, security controls to validate uh, they are actually the integrity of the systems are there as well as the confidentiality of the account information that resides on them. So scope is always a big question, especially for the, the CFO or uh, leadership that we're looking at, at investing in how we go about demonstrating our security and how can we find ways to uh, minimize that scope. Sometimes that's done by just simply removing uh, cardholder systems uh, from that network or removing account data from how they process it to a more simplified, uh, limited access type environment. Uh, sometimes it's through point-to-point encryption or other means where you're just simply devaluing the data and eliminating those types of systems. But in other cases, uh, the systems still need to process in, in a familiar way and using networks and systems to help segment that um, helps to minimize scope. And that's what this paper is trying to do is give a couple of examples of how an organization could take their existing environment, possibly the existing systems that they have in place, and apply some good security guidance about separating those, isolating those systems from the rest of their network so you minimize what systems would be part of that scope to apply the PCI DSS assessment. So network segmentation, Troy, is something the PCI Council has suggested merchants implement for quite some time. It sounds great in theory, but it's not so easy to actually accomplish, is it? Something we say is, says easy, does hard. And especially as we evolve our systems that we now have cloud services and other virtualization, uh, pretty much every type of, of major enterprise, it becomes much more complicated to know how do we truly separate sensitive systems, sensitive information from those that don't require the same level of scrutiny that would come with evaluating against the DSS controls. So in this case, we're really looking at uh, network segmentation of certain systems and how you can use these types of controls to eliminate authentication servers or, or I should say the, the other systems that are connected to an authentication server while still maintaining the integrity of making sure those systems that do or could compromise account information, those are still in scope of a DSS assessment. One thing I thought was interesting in the new guidance is the fact that network segmentation might create more problems. So if not done properly, network segmentation can actually hurt by putting cardholder data at greater risk. Could you tell us, Troy, or provide an example of how an improperly segmented network or system could be more of a hindrance where card security is concerned? Absolutely. I, I think this is one of the most common mistakes done 
by organizations that actually do suffer an account data compromise. Uh, there are so many examples uh, over time where the organization that was compromised, they may have received a PCI compliant, PCI DSS compliant report, but the reality is that those that were responsible for protecting the network, for monitoring the activity of those sensitive systems, didn't even know that account information was in a different part of the network, or they had misunderstood that a system or a service that was being rendered by a third-party company actually was the backdoor that accidentally let in malicious users or criminals to actually gain access to those systems that contain account information. So for this, we're really focused on having, creating uh, some awareness around those types of systems that may have been overlooked and not part of the original assessment, and making sure that organizations that are trying to reduce their scope in order to have a more simplified approach to compliance, they're still maintaining the integrity of making sure those connected to systems those that are not in the card data environment, but associated and connected in some way uh, through logical or uh, physical controls, those are still being looked at and, and the activity of those accounts are still being managed so that you don't have those types of incidents that lead to many of the account data compromises we've seen over the last five to 10 years. Troy, if you had to pick out three to five key points related to network segmentation that are provided in this new guidance, what would they be? Well, I think the first is just to have awareness of the connected to systems and that they are in scope, that an organization should start with the mentality that everything is in scope, and then we peel back from that, those systems that we can demonstrate truly cannot have any type of logical access to sensitive areas of of card data storage or or access. The second is probably around implementation of that connectivity uh, is it's not just done by, by networks. This document itself will focus on network segmentation, but segmentation can be done by eliminating data elements, by other types of third-party outsourcing of those services, and that you really can find many different ways to isolate and minimize the effort to go through PCI compliance. I think another thing that comes to mind uh, when talking about this is around reducing the number of system components that actually are in scope for PCI DSS. So often we make the mistake that we identify a, a certain percentage of our systems in scope for PCI DSS, and then we just start with the assumption that we have to protect the network as it's designed today. One of the better or prouder moments, I should say, that I've seen in the PCI is when people start to re-architect their networks and start to re-engineer for better security by simplifying the process and eliminating systems in that network so that you're no longer having to apply so many controls against so many different systems. You can actually start to focus on critical systems and apply better security because you're doing uh, more rigorous monitoring and other types of activity around a much more narrow scope of systems. So I think those are a couple of the fundamental aspects of network segmentation in this document. The greatest value to me as, as someone that really did not contribute much, this was contributed by the industry stakeholders, successors and colleagues and board of advisor members and, and other members of, of the council, 
to me, looking at this document, some of the value that I, I see from this is the illustrations, because I'm a visual learner. And I can see from the two scenarios that we walk through in very granular detail, I can understand how I can apply certain types of access controls to these two areas that have been a real struggle for a lot of organizations, uh, whether they're trying to identify these connected to services or they have remote administration and they have an administrator they're trying to demonstrate is not creating more risk by accessing from his home computer or another part of a out-of-scope network. Uh, those are critical aspects for any security professional and any compliance auditor trying to minimize their effort by still having the integrity of the process. I mentioned merchants in the introduction and the fact that network segmentation and this new guidance would be of great importance to them. But beyond merchants, Troy, what other entities should be interested in this new guidance? Well, I, I think it starts with assessors that are a merchant partner in evaluating what is that scope. Um, it's always up to the merchant to define that scope, hopefully in, in partnership with an assessor that is familiar with where cardinal information is within their network. At the same time, I think acquiring banks, uh, those that are working with merchants as a partner from the other side and receiving these reports of compliance, they also play a critical role in making sure that the scope of the assessment, scope of the report is accurate. So educating the merchant's partners, whether it's a service provider, a assessor, or an acquiring bank, all three of those entities should be looking at this as critical guidance if they have these types of scenarios to apply them to better understand how they go about creating scope guidance and creating a good network perimeter that truly does segment sensitive card data environment from other parts of the network. Troy, is there an effective date for this new guidance? Is there a time at which merchants or other entities will have to comply with some of these new recommendations? Well, these recommendations really are a culmination of years of guidance that we have created. The difference here is that we go into very specific detail for two types of scenarios that are, are pretty tricky. You know, they're very complex, and some of these controls, these environments, a merchant might have this environment, and these controls may not be applicable simply because of how they go about creating logical separation and security for their particular infrastructure. So for us, I would say that this becomes effective immediately. This is uh, guidance that we've had for um, in some way, shape, or form for several years, but it really provides more detail and very practical examples that can be executed by a assessor by a merchant that's trying to go about either creating this network segmentation or uh, evaluating that the segmentation is actually appropriate. And then, Troy, finally, before we close, are there any additional thoughts about the guidance that you'd like to share with our audience? I, I think more guidance that we have, the better. I, I don't think it, sometimes when we look at the risk assessment itself uh, for, for DSS environment, we get so focused on the actual security requirements and not what the end goal is. And in this case, this guidance helps try to create almost a, a requirement zero, uh, and, and I say that tongue-in-cheek. But what we try to do is, is provide practical guidance that helps shape the assessment before it begins and so that you can create good, practical, manageable environments for network security around cardholder data without having to break the bank in trying to secure all 
systems equally. You know, if it is a flat network, then all those systems um, are in scope to the same level of, of rigor. And what we want to do here is, is create some guidance, and you'll probably see more guidance um, in the near future very similar to this, on how we can educate acquiring banks, QSAs, merchants, and others to work collectively together to help define this risk before you apply PCI security requirements. Because if you, if you do this type of guidance beforehand, uh, you're not only just possibly saving scope, but you're actually potentially creating a very uh, conducive working relationship with uh, your financial partners, whether they're the assessor or the acquiring bank. So I think that's the, the greatest benefit of, of this guidance is it will help stimulate some conversation around some of these types of scenarios and get merchants, before they apply the PCI DSS controls, think about other ways that they can limit their liability if there was ever an account data compromise. Well, Troy, as always, I thank you for your time. Very informative. Thank you, Tracy. Appreciate it. Again, we've just heard from Troy Leach of the PCI Security Standards Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.